What's up, my Hanyaks? Welcome back to the Rambling Viking Podcast. We out here uh, bringing you your uh, new and improved uh, weekly episode. New and improved. It's just new. Uh, <laughs> weekly Wednesday episode. Uh, the, the the randomness that it is, it's a lot of fun. So I've been saying for a few weeks now, I've got more episodes on lock. And yes, I do have a couple more ones. One's going to be more political bait, political culture, commentary, and then... Well, that's really the big one, but then there's just other ones. Because, you know, I like to bounce around on my topics, you know. We like to have fun, but then also, I, I like to think of it as life is, life is, you have you have the funny, you have the serious, you have the sad, you have, um, you know, you get into beliefs, you get into vocation, you get into relationships, all these different things. There's, it's, it's, and so that's, you know, why I, how I view my podcast, too, is like, because I always, I always wrestle with it, you know. Do I just do I just stick to like comedy and entertaining people because that's sort of really what I love to do is sit down, have a good time, have a good chat, you know, be real casual. But then, you know, I've if you listen to the show for any amount of time, you probably figured out, you know, I, I have strong views politically and culturally as well. And you know, it's like I in some some days I, I look at things and I feel oh there's there's look there's there's plenty of. Uh, plenty of talking heads on both sides to get your fill for that why do you want to listen to me and but I feel it's important to talk about because I think everyone because I think what we see especially with the advent of cat uh, of cancel culture and mainstream uh, realization of it or, or mainstreamifying what is the word I'm looking for whatever it, it becoming mainstream is that it's the classic mantra I've said a bazillion times, you know, where it's like, oh, they didn't come for, they, they came for the factory workers. Well, I wasn't, I didn't say anything because I wasn't one. They came for these people. I didn't say anything because I was one. And then when they came for me, there's nobody left to speak for me. It's like we have to, we have to have these conversations and be out loud. We can't stand by and, and let things happen and quietly sit back and say, oh, this is crazy. We have to, we have to speak out, speak up because uh, in these instances, a lot of times you'll find people are just quiet and they're waiting for, in my life working with crowds, what I've learned is they're just waiting for one person to kind of lead the charge, you know, picture a group being like, like an army on the battlefield, just waiting, see Lord of the Rings, right? That first arrow that ignites the charge of the Urukai, uh, which it was a mistaken arrow, but same sort of thing. They're waiting for that first person and then people will be willing to go. People will be willing to speak up and stand up, but that's not what we're talking about today. We're here to have fun today. What am I doing? I'm sorry. I duped you. I duped you, like Ethan Klein duped Steven Crowder. That'll that's funny. Uh, <laughs> all right, <clears throat> I realized too that there's a lot of notes that are like way down in my notes that I never talked about, and so I might do an archived notes episode where I go to like the depth. I go to the bottom of my notes because I, I have a huge my podcast notes is freaking huge, man. It's huge. <laughs> and there's, I, and I just started perusing and realized, oh my gosh, that's, uh, <laughs> there, there's a lot of random thoughts. There's a lot of different topics. So we'll be, we'll bring that up. We'll, we'll stick to current events though. With current events in the Ramley Viking podcast for this episode. So what we'll stick to a uh, funny thought I had because I made the, I hadn't made this mistake in so long and then it hit me and I blame my sister. She came over. And she needed a protein shake, and I let her use my shaker bottle, and then I forgot about it, and then not a whole day, but like 12 hours goes by, and I go and I open the shaker bottle, and I think we all know what's coming. The smell of like putrid throw up. 
It's so incredible to me. So this is the thought that I've had. Shaker bottles, shaker bottles are like Mission Impossible messages. They're like, if you don't clean them within five seconds or even just five minutes of drinking it, they automatically turn to a throw-up bin, a used throw-up bin. And I, I don't know why. Nobody knows why. It's just a fact of life. And and not just in the sense of like, oh, I just waited too long. Let me rinse it out real quick. Let me use a little bit of soap and it's fine. Like you have to, you have to fill it with soap. Soap. You have to fill it with soap and you have to scrub it really hard. <laughs> uh, got a little lispy there. Got, got, got frantic frantic so because even after washing it and i used my shaker bottle again today this has been two days since then using it and i, and I supposedly cleaned it yesterday i did the, the typical light cleaning this was my mistake and i said oh we're good and I, i'm at the gym and i go and i pop it open and there's just a hint of throw up and gosh is it hard to drink your just okay protein uh, powder you bought that you're never going to buy again cuz you bought once i'm not going to name it cuz i don't feel like trashing them and dragging them but that's already just mediocre and then to have to be like well i got to power through this like normal also with the smell of throw up yeah rough day rough day but i chugged it down uh, fortunately i usually drink it in the sauna so I'm, I'm 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 so focused on like i'm just hot that i don't even really notice that i drink when i'm when i'm drinking it anymore don't even taste it it's pretty good but yeah uh, do you, do you agree or disagree with that? Uh, and what are your experiences? I've had some bad experiences where learning the hard way where it's like, I let it sit for like a day or two and go and open it and it's brutal. You got to like, let it soak then after that in sometimes soapy water. When you do, you like, like do a light bleach water for a day and then, and then, and then clean it with soap and then you wash it. Then you have to. Uh, hand dry it a little bit, let it sit open air in the sun so the UV rays can kill it. And then you have to call the, the health department, answer a series of questions to then be able to use your shaker bottle. It's about a 10 day process. It's pretty brutal, but you can get through it. So moral of the story is just pretend you're Tom Cruise after you finish your shaker bottle and you get home and it's, and, and, and you had your post-workout uh, drink and just pretend you're Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible and maybe just have just cue up the Mission Impossible theme and uh, or whatever plays when after he gets his message and it, and it self-destructs and be like, this shaker bottle will turn to moldy throw up in five seconds. It's like, oh, wash it. I'm. That's probably not exactly right, but yeah, so that happens. Wash your shaker bottles, people. Even And honestly, if you do it immediately, like most things, guess what? It's a lot easier, and you can go and rinse it out. Honestly, I only, I only soap it up maybe two to three times a week, and I use it five times a week because guess what? In 24 hours, I'm going to be using it. In less than 20, in 18 hours, I'm going to be using it again, and so I just give it a really good rinse, maybe even a quick like wipe down or a quick scrub. Uh, and then and then put it back on and and then put it on the drying thing. It's usually sometimes it's not even fully dry by the time I go to use it again. But yeah, that was that was a funny thought. I thought that was pretty interesting, mainly just because I'm like, what you know? It's so crazy how fast it can go bad. It can go bad so fast. And I think there's lots of things in life. What other things awkwardly like go bad fast, ruin, uh, or uh, have you made any crazy mistakes like that? I know for was it my wife or my mother-in-law one time left a forgot they bought a gallon of milk and put it like it put it in the floorboards behind their seat in their car and it was there for 
four or five days and then they got in and just like had this most rank smell. I know there's a classic prank and I say classic in the sense of it's old. Well, so vintage, maybe a vintage prank where you, and this is hardly a prank. This is borderline, just maniacal, sadistic, whatever you want to call it, taking a dead animal and hiding it under someone's, uh, either passenger or driver seat and when they're not in their car and so it gets real stanky uh, yeah that there might be permanent smell problems in there kind of like you know when you step into a smoker's car even though smoker hasn't owned that car for 10 years but there's still just remnants but anywho wash your shaker bottles people love to hear any crazy stories you have about shaker bottles or anything you went bad uh you know or sometimes you maybe ride the lightning. I know I, so I ride the lightning sometimes, you know, and it's like, Oh, this milk went bad yesterday. You give it a, you give it a whiff, maybe a quick little, uh, tongue, tongue dap. And I'm just, "Mm mm-hmm. Is it good? And not, not tongue directly in the carton. Well, I guess you can, I don't do that. I don't really drink milk, but, uh, using milk, uh, because it it can last pat milk, bread. They can kind of go cheese sometimes, depending, you know, if you just look it over, uh, Ooh, Ooh, here's a fun one. You guys are going to be like, (laughs) You're going to hear me. I don't feel like I'm putting myself in a good light here. I feel more as if uh, you're going to look at me and go, gross, I never want to eat anything at your house ever because it's all expired apparently. I promise this isn't a thing. Great story though. I was uh, making, I made some, what did I make? Tortellini. Bought some from the stores, cheese tortellini. I was cooking it up and I was going to need to make a sauce and I used a little bit of, what was it, ragu, whatever the... I think it was ragu, ragu, uh, ragu. I I used some dang old ragu and and I so I open the lid and I put pour a little in. And I'm like cool, and then I go to put the lid back on. And the lid's facing belly up, bottoms up, bottoms up, bottoms up, and I look at it and I go, "What's that?" And it's like this weird little brown thing. It almost looks like a little like pill, but it's kind of hairy. And I go. Oh boy, that's mold. And I look back at the ragu, like in the whole thing. I'm like, okay, I don't see any mold in there. Yes, mold does does spores. I am cooking this in a pan. So let's just assume I'm going to cook all the bad stuff off. And I think I successfully did. Didn't have any serious stomach issues. Didn't get sick. Suru kit. I I mean, I I am a believer that like you can take a tiny bit of, say, mold or toxin or bad food but it's like if you if you do too much right because i mean i'm telling you i use less than like a tablespoon maybe about a tablespoon so and it was barely any it wasn't covered and there wasn't any seemingly that i dumped into the pan so we're fine i promise you i'm not this gross normally it wouldn't matter anyways if i was because i don't really care enough to try and be like oh yeah it's fine like if, if other people are eating my food and it's not just me and even maybe just my wife who i'm cooking for I would probably care a little bit more. I will care more about it. Probably. I will care a little bit more about it. So don't freak out too much. Uh, other great story. See, this is just a wonderful segue. We're going to, this whole thing is going to be about rotten food. <laughs> this whole episode. There's so many fun rotten food stories. But this one, this one actually, uh, sorry, mom and dad. But this one goes out to my parents are awesome at keeping stuff for a long time in good ways and then sometimes in questionable ways. For instance, 
a stand mixer they got in the 80s as a wedding gift that they maybe didn't use, that they barely used still had pristine condition like new found it and I, and of course who doesn't want a KitchenAid everyone wants a KitchenAid everyone doesn't want to show up the cash for the KitchenAid right you have to be able to justify it and be used and use it enough I'm not at that point just yet I'm sure I will end up with one but my hand mixer there was a couple I had to make some a serious amount of cookie dough and I about like the the beaters were like bending and it was like, it was rough. So as the, as the dogs say, it was rough and feel free to uh, shut off the podcast after that horrible joke, but it's one of my favorites. So please stay. <laughs> so I was talking to her about it and she goes, Oh, you know what? I think I have, she goes out. It's sunbeam. It's beautiful. It's Chrome. And I'm like, that thing is awesome. Like she could take this to a vintage store and get, Above what she paid or what whoever got it for paid for it above retail probably because it's so old it's borderline forty it's going on forty years old uh, if not it's re, it's like thirty eight years thirty seven years old at least in pristine condition if she still had the box I bet go to antiques place and be like or vintage place boom top dollar I'm talking four or five hundred bucks I don't know if they're rare or not but I you know you get 40 years deep stuff starts becoming more and more rare especially stuff in pristine condition that's what separates it you know like with trading cards it's the it's the it's the mint ones it's the holographic it's the rookie cards it's the low serial number all that stuff well so like I, my dad has the same stereo system super super nice he spent like 1500 dollars on it in like the 80s so that tells you anything. that's like a five thousand uh, dollar setup today, right? And still has it, goes strong. It's awesome, right? And then the ugly side of this is, I'd say more funny side of things is I know a few couple years back, my mom was cleaning out a bunch of her cabinets, and she gets to her spice uh, cabinet, and she finds unopened, like unopened spices. I think one was paprika that expired. That it expired. I don't know how quickly like certain spices go bad. I know some go faster than the other, but I mean, these are just like your generic name brand that should have a pretty good shelf life, right? A few years at least. They expired like 20 years ago and they've been chilling. It was awesome. Oh my gosh. I couldn't believe it. I was like, yes. First of all, it goes, well, you clearly don't cook with these spices and don't have a use for them, which is fine, but it's hilarious that those things ninja their way and just hung out. They hanyaked their way. They were too stubborn to be pronounced and be thrown out. They were like, no, we're going to be chilling, ready to get you. She'll use us someday. Someday I'll use these. And, oh, I, I love this. Great. So uh, send me any funny rotten food stories you have. This isn't a rotten food story, and I think I maybe have told it before, but it is just a general food story. It's, um, so what happened was, what had happened was I was at Ross, one of my favorite places. It's probably like one of my top I mean, I really only shop at Ross. I'm expanding to Sam's. Oh, I shop at Ross, Eddie Bauer, for very specific reasons. And then Sam's, I'm talking clothes here, people. Uh, Sam's, I'm going to expand to there because I recently found they have some really good stuff in their clothes. Uh, Don't sleep on Sam's clothing aisle. It's pretty dang good. Uh, I have yet to check out Costco. I want to go there sometime. I got a buddy who's a Costco nut, and I'll just have to have him take me sometime. It'll be fun. I know it'll be fun because he has the same energy that I have about so many things, and it's so nice to, like, to see someone experiencing it outside of myself that I'm, that I want to latch onto it because I'm in that boat so much where I'm hyped about something. I'm ready to go. And everyone else is just like, okay, weirdo. 
and is what it is, you know? Like random stranger at the gym who just clearly is doing some hoss stuff over on the squat rack or the bench or whatever, or just a killer box jump. I want to go and be like, man, that's freaking awesome. And that, but that may not be received well. So, is what it is. But Ross, my go-to place. And we all know the checkout line, what's the trope, where they have all the candies. And Ross always has interesting, like, candies, teas, little little things as you wait in the checkout line. And, and theirs is by far the most entertaining because you see the most unique, weird stuff. You're like, I didn't expect that. Or you see some sweet discount, like high-dollar candy or chocolate. And then they always have their water bottle rack, which I enjoy very much. Well... I saw, so I've tried several different things. First of all, that's where I got one of my first Voss waters. Uh, that's where I've tried like Evian one time. Blackwater, BLK, period. That is, that's how you spell it, Blackwater. Uh, they don't believe in syllables. I think they're Russian descent. Anyways, sorry if you're Russian. <clears throat> that's insensitive, but uh, we all know. Uh, it's a bunch of backwards letters, no consonants. Black water. So it was pitch black. I mean, ink black. And it's supposedly water. And the way that they make it alkaline turns it this pitch black. But it's, but it's supposed to be good for you, of course. And it's supposed to, like, make you... Uh, words, 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 words. It was supposed to be, like, better for you. And, and it just supposedly just tastes like straight-up water. Nothing crazy. And I'm like, oh, I gotta try this. It's like a buck or two? Of course. Who's not trying that? So I snag it. And turns out they were right. And it's actually pretty good. So I'd recommend Blackwater. Give it a try. Ride that lightning a little bit, folks. I'm riding the lightning at Ross A. I mean, period. Uh, first off, in general, ride the lightning at Ross because you find deals. Treasure trope. There, there are treasures to be had there, fam. And then you ride, you ride that lightning sometimes in that checkout line for these little $2, $3 knickknacks. And yeah, I know that's where they nickel and dime me. But I, I feel like Ross has legitimately cool stuff. But... Maybe I'm biased. Of course I'm biased. Anyways, one that did not go so well. Aloe water. And I mean, it's a giant jug. Think, think. it's basically a two liter of water. It's a little bit more square. It, it looks like something, if you've ever been out of the country, maybe into Europe or other places, and you know they have interesting shaped water bottles, it was this situation. So, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's give it a try. Why not, right? I hear aloe's good for you. Maybe this water's good. Cool. Nowhere, and it's, it's kind of like a murky water, and I assume it's, there's, there's aloe in it, right? Buy it, and uh, I'm like, all right, let's try out this aloe water. Go to do my thing, you know, as a modern-day Viking. You, 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 don't, you don't get a little sip. You, go, you just go straight for the hard alehorn chug, and <clears throat> I went for it. Nobody told me, and which why would they? And I wouldn't have told me if I had known and I had been with me. I think it would have been hilarious. But because for the, for the funny factor, n- nobody told me. It was not made clear anywhere on the label. To my knowledge, there are tiny, uh, let's say thumbnail-sized or tip-of-your-thumb-sized chunks of aloe in, like little slices of aloe mixed in the water. So there are solid chunks. And I mean, I throw this thing back like I'm trying to shotgun a, a beer type situation and, you know, just, I'm just like straight chugging. I'm not chugging, but I'm just, it's a big bottle. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's get this. Let's get a big gulp. Well, like six pieces of aloe, just torpedo straight into my mouth, down my throat. I borderline choke and I, I keep it all down. I don't spit it up, but 
when I tell you, like when you're expecting all liquid and you get, you get torpedo aloe chunks in there. Oh my gosh. It is, it is insane. Uh, talk about a horrible experience, but how did I get from rotten food to that? Well, I was thinking about someone accidentally not like smelling the milk or anything, taking a big chug and there's curds in it. And I was like, I've never done that, but I think I kind of know what that experience is like. I think it's with this aloe water. So if you ever decide to ride the aloe water lightning, which I don't want to deter you from that. I think you should not knock it before you try it. I have tried it and under the, under the circumstances. And also it wasn't that good, but then also I was like, I don't really want chunks in my water, but also the traumatization of that happening was more than enough for me to never again, but uh, I'll drink black water. That black water is freaking great. All right. Uh, Be a anti-racist with your water. Uh, seek out the black water. Jeez. Oh, I might need to apologize for that one, but I couldn't help myself. So holy crap, folks, 20 minutes. And I got to, I did one point. I did. I, I made one point. I, one of my bullet points about the shaker bottle. And we, we just went tangent down rotten food stories. So, but I'm, I'm happy with it. Uh, means plenty. I don't means I don't have to think of very many points for a new, for next week's episode. So, Let's just end it with a couple rapid-fire ones that are good. Jimmy John's box lunch options are the GOAT. I don't care what anyone says. I, I was very middle of the road with my Jimmy John's love, but I went there the other day because I was like, ah, oh, simple sandwich real quick. It's good, too, and their cookies are huge. Go there, and they're like, yeah, just get a box lunch option, and it comes in that sweet box. Like if you've ever had catered Jimmy John's, it comes in that sweet box. You get your sandwich. You get chips. And you get a cookie, obviously the pickle spear, and it's all in a nice box. It's not in a bag, it's, so it's like boom. I don't have my lunch box on me, but I want to go somewhere and I want to still have the box experience. You can get the box experience at Jimmy John. Something else I don't understand: apple butter is a type of jam, and to that, all I have to say is why. MCA Connor's not here to to finish that phrase off, but if you inside joke too, if you're new and you don't understand that, go back and listen to one of the ones with Connor on it. I don't remember how many episodes ago it is. If I figure it out, I'll put it in the description. So yeah, apple butter is jam. Excuse me, what? Why are we calling it apple butter if it's jam? Because I only have a problem with it because butter is a prominent thing. You say apple butter, I think okay, this is some form of butter with apples in it. But no, it's actually a jam. Stop it. Get some help. Take the Michael Jordan anti-drug message approach. Stop it. Get some help. This is ridiculous, folks. What kind of world are we living? I, I cannot live in a world that espouses this kind of madness. And, ooh, hilarious thing I saw on, on the highway the other day. We'll close it with this because this is awesome. Uh, minivan with a small cattle guard on the front. Yes, folks, a minivan with a cattle guard. All and all, all I and all I could pull from that was um, the guy's perspective, who was driving, was wanted a truck. Wife made me get a minivan, but I'm still gonna do truck stuff with it. Just tears in the eyes. <laughs> I'm gonna get my cattle guard still. Uh, first of all, can I just say no? Don't, don't do. What? You're not. 
I guess, okay, I guess you're protecting yourself a little bit. It is the worst. I'd rather have wood paneling on my minivan than a cattle guard. And I'm sure someone out there, specifically Connor, could make a case and convince me otherwise. But that's where I stand. Because having a minivan is bad enough. I'm very anti-minivan for myself. If you have a minivan, great for you. Minivans are super nifty and neat, and they are great family vehicles. Never for me. I do not want one. I do not desire one. And it's one of those things. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hanyak about minivans. I'll admit it. There is a lot of utility there, especially once I start having a family. However, I grew up in a family, anti-minivan, very anti-minivan. So am I just taking my, my father's bigotry? Yes, in some ways, but also it's my experience, and it's the fact that I want to replicate that experience. We had a boat. We had a camper. We were always, um, so we were towing stuff. We pulled stuff on trailers. We also were doing stuff that required four-wheel drive and things like that. There's a lot more utility around it for the lifestyle that we lived where we a minivan would not have sufficed. Minivan couldn't even come close to pulling our boat. It pulled, could have pulled our camper, sure. But there was plenty. And, and also, uh, the cargo space wasn't as much either. So that was a big one. So we had a Yukon XL. So that is my case as to why I... And I, I'm, I'm attempting to live a similar lifestyle. So my minivan will not work for me. And good Lord, definitely will never put a cattle... If I, if I somehow had to get a minivan, I would never put a cattle guard on it oh my gosh that's incredible so best mods for a minivan put them in a voice message email the show text the show uh give me all your any and all thoughts uh, there was something else i wanted to talk about so rotten food stories let's hear them uh, interesting thing i have not decided on the name the title of this episode so i hope i come up with something good without having to re-listen to this but thanks i'm gonna end it here thanks everyone for listening hope you enjoyed my little <clears throat> rabbit hole ramble uh, from shaker bottles to rotten food to minivans with cattle guards. Could someone explain to me why apple butter is jam and make some sort of like to bring me down off this cliff of, of hatred for that. And I, I, I will welcome it. You can ask people. I've changed my mind. So let, let's hear many and all thoughts, folks. Let's get that feedback. You can email the show. It's the rambling Viking at gmail.com. You can text the show. It's five eight zero seven eight nine nine two five eight. And you can also just leave a voice memo, uh, join, uh, join the ginger ninja so far. He's the lone voice memo, uh, but you can leave a voice message. All that stuff is in the description of the show and of this episode. Hopefully, oh, I might have to cite that one episode. Crap. Okay. But thanks so much again, everyone for listening. Hope you enjoyed this show. Hope you have a great rest of your week. We will look forward to seeing you Hanyaks next time. Viking out.